Welcome, welcome, welcome to Unapologetically Unashamed. I am your host and facilitator, Athena Stewart. We are so excited to be back here for episode four, identification of the crucible. Y'all forgive me, I am stuffed up, clogged up, and all of the above, but we gonna push through anyhow. We are so excited to bring this topic. You know, we were supposed to go into the lies of the enemy and Holy Spirit said no. He said that it's only right that we introduce people to the crucible because it's only through the crux and the crucible uh, that the work can truly be done. So we're going to go ahead and introduce ourselves. I, of course, am Athena Stewart, uh, founder and CEO of New Beginnings Empowerment Center Incorporated, as well as Unapologetically Unashamed and all that it's turning out to be. I'm so excited about this ministry, this opportunity. Yes. We'll turn it over to Pamela. I am Pamela Thompson, the author of the book From Tragedy to Triumph, and I am your sorrow and grief expert that's going to help you overcome sorrow and grief. Hello, I am Nishan Holmes, and I'm the CEO of the Movement Conservatory, where we are taking back every genre of dance for the kingdom of God. I'm Regina Cartwright Morales, and I'm for the Singles Advantage, and it's a ministry to prepare singles for marriage. Well, we are excited. We're excited to talk about this thing, um, having all these technical difficulties. But we are excited to have Nishan as our narrator. We want to. Uh, welcome those who are watching the show. We have yes, Leslie. Welcome. Hey, Leslie. Hi, Leslie. She said, Hi, sisters. Of course, Regina has got a watch party going. We got Mama D in studio. <laughs> hey, Mama D. Uh, we're just grateful. Share with your friends. Tell them to come on in while we go in and talk talk about this topic. We got Jose Cruz. Look like we got Doreen over here. I'm looking on two come different on, devices. Y'all. Come on through. Mine's a little bit slow, but we're excited. Somebody's volume's up on their phone. We want to turn it down. That's mine. We are excited once again to have Nishan as our narrator. She is going to um, really her voice is anointed and I'm excited about this piece y'all because he literally downloaded it so this was not something that I had prior to um, our last show so I am just excited for what he gave me and how beautiful it came out just to be able to write is an exciting skill set to have and I'm looking forward to using it more so I'll give it to you Nishan did you introduce yourself yes we did Uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, here we go This is Identification of the Crucible. The refining to remove impurities and unwanted elements within a pot. Life's trials is for silver representing our hearts. See Psalm 66 verse 10. And the furnace for gold, spiritual maturity. And the Lord tries the hearts. That's Psalm 17 verse 3. This illustration, we love this illustration of silver versus gold. With further study, you will see that silver can easily tarnish because of its interactions with chemicals, fallen sons of God, in the air, atmosphere. This represents our state before the process of sanctification, being separated or set apart from all the false lenses of the enemy, unhealthy habits, iniquity, twisted behaviors, and false identities where 
as gold is highly resistant to corrosion principalities because it is least chemically active to all metals able to discern. This represents our process through trials, creating godly character and integrity, producing the fruits of the spirit, excuse me, fruit of the spirit. From this perspective, we see, we are seated in heavenly places. Ephesians 2 verse 6, above the atmosphere of our carnal state. Just as fire refines silver in the melting process, trials refine our character, gold. They bring new and deeper wisdom through the fear of the Lord to our lives, helping us to discern truth from falsehood and equipping us with the discipline to carry out what we know is right. Above all, these trials help us realize that life is a gift from Abba to be cherished, not a right to be taken for granted. Psalms 26 verse 2 says, Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Test my heart and my mind. Mm-hmm. Our first key point, identification of the crucible in me. Have you guys identified your crucible? Um, last episode, we talked about the crux. And that was a powerful show. I, I had some calls where some of the women who are in our private community said they never thought anything about a crux or how to relate that to their behavior um, or experiences that they've had in the past. And now that they have that understanding, it just brings a whole new meaning to them, how they can kind of process. So I'm excited that we're going into the crucible and how those two are made for one another. It's it's necessary for those two to collide to um, create this new thing that God is is doing in all of our lives and in our seasons. On the way up here, as you were talking, as you all were talking, I was just listening, and Holy Spirit said, you get several crucibles with every season. Because in every season, I'm constantly making you new. Every season, I'm constantly evolving you. I'm constantly growing you. I'm constantly teaching you. Um, So in this season, man, this season, Jesus. <laughs> I love, about it. I, you know, this season has been exactly yes. what Crucible and Crux is supposed to be. And for yes. me, it's been it's been such um, an eye-opening season. But I'm going to let you go ahead and, and continue because we got some stuff to talk about. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. Amen. Uh, identification of the Crucible in me. When we begin to examine the force of the Crucible, and its impact on our trajectory, divine course, path for our lives, we start with the very meaning of crucible. It is known two ways, a ceramic or metal container, our seasons and trials, Mm -hmm. in which metals and substances, the children of God, may be melted or subject to very high temperatures. Mm -hmm. Everything that can withstand the fire character must be put through the fire and it character will be clean but it must still be purified removing all contaminants with the water holy spirit of purification cleansing that's numbers 31 verse 23 we learn here in this scripture if purified through dedication to god through holy spirit we can then be used for his service 
I love that. I'm going to pause you right there because I, I just, we had communion and we had prayer and the Holy Spirit is in the room. Yes. The anointing is in the room. And as she was reading about the fire and purification that the crucible definitely brings, it, can I just say that the crucible is not a easy process. It's a painful process when the crux meets the crucible because we have to die to self. Yes. Flesh has yeah. to die. And one yeah. thing about our flesh is it doesn't like to be disciplined. No. But also one thing about it is our character has to be um, nurtured. It has to be cultivated. It has to evolve with spiritual growth. And I thought about Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. Oh, and how that is the the example of what a crucible is. You being yes, put in is. the furnace that has been yes, that has is. been heated all the way up to the wow. point that it burns even the people that try to put yes. you in it, even the people that try to put their mouth on you, even the people that try to slander who you are, even the people who are faking and shaking, jucking and jiving. It's something about the furnace that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went into that if you are not of God, you will burn up. Yes, and it said, I see yet another look yes. like the son of man i want to be that person in come the on, furnace that on. he shows up and i don't burn up but everything that's on me all of the, the soul ties all of the strongholds all of the chains they burn up it said everything on them burn but then I just saw that in the spirit. Praise the Lord. Oh, hey, everybody. Oh, we got some people on. Steffi on. Let's see. We got Marlo. Hey, Marlo. It was nice meeting her. She was at Andrea's um, workshop. Very lovely lady. I can't wait to interact with her more. Hi, Jose. We love you, too. We have Shelly Heller on. We have my auntie, Teresa Hollis from Yay. SoCal. Hey, auntie. Hi. I love you, too. We have... Uh, Stefion, we have Anna, uh, we have Iber watching. Michelle, you, you were able to get on now. Michelle be having problems from the ranch, but I'm glad that you were able to get on. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have Sarah, Carrie Kikes. Hey, Carrie. Um, Greg is on, Mama D. Um, we are excited that you guys are joining us. Join the conversation. We'd like to know what does your crucible look like? As we dive into this topic, we really want you to be able to identify, number one, your season. That's something Holy Spirit is dealing with me on, is seasons. Knowing the season that you're in. There's 14. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8 lists all 14 seasons. And to know your season is to truly get perspective on where you're going. True. Truly get perspective on the life lessons that you're to learn in this season. Mm. I, I feel like when we're in our seasons, we're so focused on the external circumstances and situations that we don't pay attention to what Holy Spirit is trying to teach us. And I feel like it goes back to intimacy. The only way that we're going to get our eyes on God and be seated in the heavenly place that we're supposed to be in is through intimacy with Abba. Really getting in the word of God, really communing and knowing how to pray. Knowing how to pray. There is a structure to prayer. And in the private community, we are diving into what strategic prayer looks like yeah. because there's strategy to this thing. Amen. Yeah, yeah, when we're babies, we cry out to Abba, absolutely. And even sometimes when we're mature Christians, we cry out to Abba. But there's a time where you need to be strategic about how you approach the throne of God. True. You need yeah. to be strategic on your yeah. circumstances and your situations. Know. I don't know about know. you, but I'm tired of going through situations and circumstances feeling defeated. I want to go through yes, feeling God. positive. Yeah. I want to go through knowing who I am in God yeah. and not in man. Yeah. And and come out on top the first time. 
Come on, say that again. I want to come out on top the first time. And why can't we? If Holy Spirit is always talking and we ain't never listening, if we listen, yes. we come out on top more yes. often than not. I'm going to shut up and call them two, two, three, yeah, I said I wasn't going to talk about it. But <laughs> we know like there like. no cold nowhere. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Yes. 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 What is the crucible of your season that God is using to teach you currently and prepare you for your next season? So we're asking that question of the panel, but also of you who are watching. And we definitely want to hear what is your crucible in this season? If, if I had to say mine, and I feel like they're one and the same, and me and Pam are kind of on the same, we're in the same flow, is surrender. Really surrendering all to God so that I can yeah. truly trust him to be my benefactor. Mm -hmm. You know, I put my trust in significant others. I put my trust in education. I put my trust in careers or lack of. I put my trust in materialistic things. I put my trust in all these earthly bound things yeah. to produce something that is just not capable of consistently yeah. producing. And so I always find myself disappointed. So in this season, God has really tightened the reins. I mean, he has really put me in a corner. You're going to either trust me or die. And it's literally been that's a real that thing. Point. No, that's yeah. real. That's real. This is the crucible mm -hmm. to where every dollar counts, to where every need I'm looking for him to meet. And I must tell you, I'm excited because I know that it's preparing me for this next season, yes. 2020, of new visions, yes. right? New levels, new glories of God. I'm excited for wealth. I'm excited for advancement in the kingdom of God and ministry for all of the broken women that we're going to be able yes. to touch just by taking the mountain of media and so much more. It's exciting. So, it's so yes. exciting. It's a good thing. I want to, hey, David, thanks for jumping on. Hi, Mark, thanks for jumping on. We we love, oh, you love the white carry? Yeah, we we was, <laughs> we, we bring it in Christmas. <laughs> we want it to be water than snow. Wash us oh, with She's up. feeling, she's feeling yeah. so much better. We feel yeah. like yeah. yeah. we yeah. 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 on her face yeah. now. Go on, put on your white. We ain't got to be all right. Put on the white, Jesus. Hey, Ty, thanks for joining, but I'll give it to them. Let me go. The team gone down. <laughs> so my crucible was trust, just like hers was surrender. Mine was trust because this was my season that he told me it was a time to pluck some things up. Mm. It was a time for me to get rid of everything that I was trusting above God mm. because nobody can take me to this next season but God. So why are you trusting those who mm. don't see your end from your beginning, who don't know you better than That's you know yourself? So on, I had to sit down and begin to surrender oh, my trust to God alone. He said, I am the one who knows you. So why are you seeking out like me? For me, I was look, go, trying to go to church and like, Lord, I need them to teach me something. Lord, I need them to teach me something. And then when they didn't, I was frustrated because I'm sitting in church and I was like, I could have been doing this, 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 and this. I'm being real, y'all. This is like for real. And so God was like, I'm not sending you to these places for them to teach you anything. I sent the Holy Spirit as your teacher and your guide. I'm sending you because there's work I need for you to do in these places. 
But instead, you're going in these places looking for something for you. But God is looking for us, the children of God, to stand up, the sons of God, to take our rightful place yeah. and to go into these atmospheres and be his hands and feet in these atmospheres. But I was trusting in so many things besides God, and I was wanting to put God last. But he said, seek first the kingdom. And so I'm teaching all these words, and I know all these scriptures, but it's a difference when you know than when you do. Because we can hear a lot of things, but he told us to be doers of the word, not just hearers only. So it was my time to begin to do what he said. Amen. 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 And it is, it's time out. It's really time out for us looking for others to give us revelation yes. on our situation. Revelation okay. comes in that consecrated space that you create for Holy Spirit yes. to enjoin you in, right? We have to stop running to get a word, yes. to get a prophetic word, to get a, a, an encounter set up yes. for us to walk into. Create the encounter yourself. Yes. Throw on some worship music and go before the throne of God yes, for yourself. I don't know how many times I go into my war room before church and I go in and my pastor confirms the very there, thing that Holy right Spirit there. spoke to me. Right That's what it's going to take for us to make it. Yes. I don't know about you, but it's dark. The times are evil yes. and people aren't who they say they are. They Come look on. one way. They look like they have a form of godliness and they're denying all of the power thereof. They are creating yes. these environments that you walk away still who you were when you walked in. And I don't know about you, but I want to walk away different. Yes. If, if, I'm, if I'm experiencing a miracle, that means that I am forever changed. Yes. That means that I'm singing it from the rooftop. That doesn't mean that I walk away and I'm back on Facebook talking about, oh, woe is me. That's right. That's right. My, my crucible um, for this season is um, love. Mm. Loving unconditionally. Come on. Um, the Lord is dealing with me in my four walls with my family on loving the unlovable. Mm. And if I can do it in my four walls, then when I step out into the harvest. Yeah then uh, bringing in the harvest will not be as frustrating. Come on. Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. that coming from that aspect of love, him telling me while I'm dealing with certain issues with individuals in my household, love is patient, Michelle. Mm -hmm. Love is kind. Yeah. 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 It's not rude. Right. <laughs> Because sometimes, because sometimes, sometimes you forget. Oh, wait, Jesus. The prophet said, I oh, look my. down and my foot almost like, oh, but my. God, but God oh, Jesus. God. And so it's preparing me for the next season of going into the highways and byways yeah. and compelling them to come. The word compel means to literally snatch someone yeah. Yeah. so i but don't you can only do that don't because you know our snatch <laughs> yeah, don't, don't snatch them y'all in so, jesus name so i need to be able to figuratively <laughs> metaphorically love those who are seen to be unlovable mm -hmm. they've been rejected so they reject yeah to be able to figuratively snatch them out of the out of hell. Yeah. Through love. Yeah. It's love that conquers all. It's yes. love that casts out all fear. Yeah. Yes. It's love 
God is love. Right. So when we put him in the business, everything is all right. Mm, that's so good. And I know I had a breakdown in relationship last night on a call with my father. And it, you know, you bring up love and and the the conversation I started off very guarded because you guys know the story and the history. Um, and so as we begin to go in, it just got uglier and uglier. And so I had to stop at a certain point and look at wait this isn't this isn't even about him and me it's the enemy yeah and it's the very thing that we're talking about on the show is relational breakdowns so i had to repent for my heart posture and love the unlovable because in so many ways it's hard to love him and i expressed that to him but at the end of it I said, you know, how do we start again? How do we start over? How do we do this different than what we've been doing? And he said some things to me that he felt that I always approach him a certain way. So I apologize. And I said, you know what? I apologize if I do X, Y, Z. And I will work on being better in those areas when we interact with each other. And so right before the show, Holy Spirit said, call him. So I called him and just left him a voice message because that's what it's about. It's facing your crucible. And it don't mean that that's going to be easy. And don't mean that you don't have to swallow some stuff. When you've been victimized and you maybe are still having a relationship with the victimizer, if you truly forgive and love, you're able to truly forgive and love. And so I can hold a conversation with you in spite of because I forgiven you and now I'm walking with the heart of God to have a true relationship with this person so to me that's a big deal it is so I love what you said because it's not always hard to love those in the four walls of our homes or our families because they know us before the change they know us before the crucible they knew us in the crux yeah right and so they always look at you from a crux perspective but they need to get used to the crucible scene because that's where it is right and and they need to submit I'm going to just say that. Even for my household, you better submit. <laughs> Get your life together. Because, you know, God going to start checking some stuff on our family members who ain't getting together. You cannot have Holy Spirit and the anointing and a war room in your house and some stuff don't get checked. I'm sorry. But that war room should be on fire. And if I know anything about the anointing, it overfloweth onto everything around this. It, okay? Y'all better start touching pillows and doorways and houses and stuff. light switches. And where they they eat gone and touch the refrigerator. They gonna eat gone and touch the pantry. You you gotta eat the toilet. You gotta go to the bathroom. Touch the toilet handle. Get that toilet seat in the name of Jesus. Sit your behind down somewhere. Sit down. Over here, come on, come on, keep talking. Hey, Helen, thanks for joining. (laughs) Ibera said, Iberi says, uh, daughtership is her crucible. That's so good. Oh, listen, Lord. Daughtership. We don't know how to act with one another. Oh, ouch. Always looking at each other with the side eye. Who got what, did what, and why, what, when, and when. We can't even. We can't even encourage one another for looking at them the wrong way. Daughtership is not easy. Not in today's society because it's all about who's doing better. Right? Right. That's sad. It is when It's about kingdom. And when we begin to get the kingdom mindset and we develop a kingdom culture, it changes the way that you look at one another. This is a sisterhood. You build together. You know what? We're going to do a show. Come on. Let's go do this show. Right? And pull one another up. Expose one another's qualities and pray for one another's deficiencies behind the scenes. 
Yeah. There's a way to do this thing, and God ain't pleased with the way y'all been doing it. Let's get it together in the name yeah. of Jesus. Look, we got Carrie on. Listen, I'm trying, Carrie. I'm trying to hold back. Hey, Karen, thanks for joining. Uh, Leslie says, yes, that's so good. AJ, thanks for joining. Carrie says, here she go. Listen, I'm trying yes. to hold on to my Theraflu. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, y'all, I've been so sick, and I went to the store yesterday to get me some Theraflu, and they said $16. I said, 16 who? We just going to be sick. So I got the next best thing called wall flu. You know where she wall got that flu. from? What is a wall flu? You know where y'all she Listen, got that from. I drank two of the wall flu, and I was still feeling horrible. I said, this is why it was $5. Don't get $5 waffle. Go on and spend the money on the Theraflu, y'all. And you can once again live to be seen in Jesus' name. It's all about Jesus, says Carrie. He is the man. Let's let Regina have a floor because I never do. How do you come back from that, folks? So anyway, my, my crucible is same as my sister over here is loving those who reject you. And I was looking in 1 Corinthians where it says love suffers long and is kind. So how do you treat people when they're rejecting you? Yeah, you know. So I had the same situation with a family member and um, just going out of my way to be kind but continue to receive rejection. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to go in my prayer closet and pray for this person because it's easy for us to go back and attack on attack. Absolutely. But I, I swallowed my pride and I just continued to say, okay, whatever I've done to you, I apologize so many times, but um, I still love you and it's time to make a change yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm going to um, continue to love you, but I'm going to walk away. There, yeah. there. I'm going to walk That's away good. and mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it moving Right. and you need to make up your mind that you're going to either forgive me yeah. or you need to find someplace else to live. There you go. So, there you go. Amen. <laughs> And yeah, it's man. hard because hard rejection time. brings offense. And that spirit yeah. of offense is a beast. Yes, it I is. I've dealt with that sucker. Yeah. And he is something. But let's we have to remember when we feel rejection, that comes from that comes from some real raw places. Yeah, and even though we're we're delivered at times from the spirit of rejection and operating in it and, and the bad habits that come from it, we have to renew our mind daily to this yeah. thing. Because we are always we are in environments that just breed rejection, that breed judgment. Just because it's such a fallen time, it's a fallen world, and we're in this sinful flesh. So I commend you, sis, because rejection's a hard one for me. I, when that sucker come in, I be like, ooh, I have to catch myself. Yeah, because you know, you might start snatching some people. Real rejection call. I was and, telling and Eric, not figuratively, not figuratively, not metaphorically. <laughs> although we can make it what you want it to be. Yeah. But, uh, oh boy. I had to actually tell Eric, listen, sir, I don't do well with rejection. Show, yeah. um, I'm expressing it to you <laughs> verbally. There go that. Because I was taught I could show you better than I could tell you. Yeah. Wow. So I'm gonna tell you before I show you. Praise the Lord. Oh, Thank you for uh, telling me. Lord, not showing it. Amen. <laughs> Hey, Patricia. Patricia's on. Now, listen, Patricia be on live all the time. I see Patricia in the bathroom, in the kitchen, (laughs) in the front seat of the car. Patricia, stop driving and living, okay? That is not what we do. I love Patricia. She has truly a mind of kingdom culture, and I love what she does. She says, hello, ladies. Kingdom blessings to you all. 
Sarah says, amen. Sarah, you yelling, but I ain't got a voice, so I won't yell. <laughs> when we swallow our pride and love the unlovable, uh-oh, even when they are being unloving, eventually their attitudes start on, to shift. Come on, Amen. Sarah. The atmosphere Amen. is in my home has changed drastically. Amen. Amen. Clap on that. Amen. And I know that, you know, Sarah has really been fighting the good fight. She comes a long way, especially in her home, in her marriage, in her health. Um, and so I'm just so happy to hear that, Sarah. Yeah, Amen. if we continue the course of intimacy with Abba and we surrender to the process, let me tell you, things have to change. Yes, they do. So Amen. is it changing for you? And if not, have you surrendered to the crucible? Amen. I'm just saying. Oh, All right, our it. second key point, acknowledging, excuse me, acknowledgement of the crucible in me. Mm. <laughs> I will bring my hand upon you. I will thoroughly purge away your dross, worthless substance, sin, and take away all tin and alloy, two metals mixed, causing greater strength resistance to corrosion from sin, causing a hardened heart. That's Isaiah 1, verse 25. God promised to refine his people as metal is purged in a melting pot. This process involves, a state, as stated earlier, melting the metal and skimming, removing impurities off the impure slag waste until the worker, child of God, can see his own image in the liquid metal. Second Corinthians three, verse 18. So this is a process, right? Mm -hmm. so, so the metal, the gold, the silver, whatever it is, it's put in immense heat. It's put under immense pressure. But during that process, we're skimming things off. So maybe you don't have it all the way together, but keep pressing your way into the crucible because as he skims, you become better. He skims, yeah. you become better. You see the growth, you feel the growth, you experience the growth, and people begin to see it in you and call it out. Yeah. Continue to let him take off that dross off the top, but it's a process. You got to let it rise. Sometimes he'd be trying to clean us up and we'd be trying to get up before he's done and, and walk away still yes, dirty. You got to lay yes. on your face and let him finish let the him process. Be, yes. Finish the process, Lord Jesus. Yeah, uh, we, we, he sets us to uh, boiling through our um, situations mm. and circumstances and the people in our lives Come on. and everything that boils uh, the it comes to the surface yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it comes up so that it can get out right yes that's right. Right. and he skims it off the, the 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 smithy the goldsmith mm -hmm. or the silversmith he takes the drop he skims the dross mm -hmm. off the top mm -hmm. But just because he skims it off doesn't mean there's not still yes, something yes. rising so that he can skim it. It's an ongoing process yeah. um, so that we can then, so then God can see his reflection. He can yeah. see himself in yeah. us. Yeah, that's and that's what this whole process is about is yeah. he wants to see us yeah. in him. Yeah. And I was saying like, in the times of intimacy with the Holy Spirit is when that skimming process is removed. I can just see his hand just moving yeah. across yeah. yeah. Spending time yeah. in intimacy, but yeah. you gotta get there. You gotta get there. Get in the private community. We are learning about getting there, getting yes. into that secret place of the Most High. Amen. Mm -hmm. So 
we must be willing to submit to God, surrender, yes. allowing him to remove our sin through the process of sanctification, the point where the crux meets the crucible, mm. so that we might reflect his image. Amen. With this new understanding of the crucible, we can now look at the process by which we have all found ourselves at certain season of, seasons of our lives. When the crux meets the crucible, can be described as a situation of severe, severe trial mm. or in which different elements interact, leading to the creation of something new. It's in the process of the crucible that our true relationship with God through Holy Spirit is forged. Forged. Okay, so if you think of forge, you think of that word, and we're going to read some comments. Um, there's a process to forging something, and it's not always a clean process. So if you're in, if you're in the midst of a trial or a tribulation or a great struggle, it's time to really look at it for what it is. It's meant to do something in you. We cannot grow spiritually uh, in maturity if we do not go through some things. True. Because what we go through is designed to create something new in us. It's designed for us to stop and reflect on who we are in self and who we need to be through Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, I want to read some of the comments. Carrie's laughing. She's rolling on the floor. I think that's what that means. My auntie <laughs> says, speak it, Athena. Auntie loves you. I love you too. This girl can cook, y'all. Let me tell you, I'm hungry. Just <laughs> Read your name, Auntie. Shantae's on. Um, Patricia says, Help. did I read that already? I read that already. Uh, Tani, hey, Tani. Tani's on a trip somewhere. She was up over there in Carter Beach concert or something. Hey, my sister, she says, Sonia's on. Tani says, mine is that I tend to be my biggest bully. Stop it. Ooh, I find myself good. talking myself out of fully stepping into my calling. Wow. Come on. How many of you call, stepping out your calling? Go on and walk into your calling, Tani. Go on and lay them yeah. hands. Jesus. Uh, Patricia said, that's good. Uh, taking out the impurities. Amen. Girl, even when the process hurts, walk through the fire. My cousin Tracy Jackson from SoCal is on. Hey cousin, love you. Um, yeah, we, we have to we have to persevere. Um, and here's the thing. When we're not surrendering to the process, we bring greater stress and oh turmoil on ourselves. So I will say this cold that's kicking my butt is a manifestation of not resting in what God is trying to do. And I'm just going to oh, be real up. and be tr uh, transparent what because you yeah. when what we are not what resting in the Lord, when we're <laughs> listening, oh, oh my God, but he'll sit you down. And so, listen, I'm Theraflewin, Dayquillin, Will Willin, all the way Ray through. I'm, I'm telling you. So, Amen. trust the process trust because process. the more resistance, the, the more difficult it's going to be. He's yeah. just going to keep pressing because he knows your ending to your it's beginning. Yes. You know, all of the pages of your life was laid out before him. Psalms yes. 139. Go on and get your book and read it. Sit down somewhere. I am. Yes. Sit, be down. Sit, be down. And rest in the Lord. Oh, you go going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all should see me. I don't know how to rest, y'all. Y'all should see me. I'm working on this. I'm pulling on that. Listen, but Holy Spirit told me this week, he says, ministry ain't difficult. 
He says, when it gets hard, you so operate it in itself. Yes, you operate it in I said, I'm yes. so sorry. Let me have several to the seats. Go on and pull them all up. You operating in the flesh. In the flesh. So now you got to walk in the spirit. So like she said, these lusts of your those flesh. lusts are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> walk away. I'm just so yeah. grateful. Walk away. <laughs> the revelation. Yeah. And it's on tape. Uh, it descended like you, a Jesus. dove. Oh. Thank you, Lord. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. I'm so hot, y'all. I'm sweating out. Listen, my grandma used to do this. She used to put this stuff on us, and then she'd wrap us up in 500 quilts, and you'd be burning up, sweating your whole life. And I'm skinny. I can't afford to sweat. I, I went to bed weighing 100 pounds, came out at 80. <laughs> Just had a flashback. I'm sorry. We're talking about the crux of crucible. Sorry. Y'all ain't got no sense. I'm telling you. It's a part. Sweat it out, Jesus. I'm, I'm, not, I'm about to come out this paparazzi. That drop. Draw. 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 I'm feeling the draw, Jesus. Wipe it off. Yes, get it off. Right now, y'all see it's manifesting in real life. Right? It's coming it's off. It's a good manifestation. Don't off. worry. It's coming off. Yes. Hallelujah. All right. Uh, all right. Question. Yeah, Sarah has hands. We digressed. Hey, Sarah. Sarah's joining us. Um, uh, Carrie. Hi, search. I, I say, listen. Tony. <laughs> Listen, y'all, I ain't got my, all my senses today. Tani says, yes, you are so right. I'm going on my face as soon as I get home tonight. Hey, Me God. too. Yeah. I'm going to my face. Carrie, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Sarah. We need that lake room. We're supposed to go sit by the water and listen to Holy Spirit. Let's make that happen. She says, hi, Mom. Carrie Kikes. And we say hi to you. Hey, man, go ahead and finish. Never ready to go and put the pink glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, right? I cannot. I cannot. Okay. Um, <clears throat> question. Now, having a glimpse of the refining process of the crucible, can you identify some areas that may be representing a state of silver being vulnerable to the elements around you? How is this affecting your current season? That's good. So if we look at silver, silver is very vulnerable to, to the environment. It is. It's easily tarnished, right? It it can it can look disfigured. You, we got we got this cleaner that we put it in and it takes all the tarnish off so it looks new. But when you think of gold and you think of the crucible, it don't have that problem. Right. You'll never see your gold tarnish. You'll never see never. it change colors right. unless it's fake. Like some people, you know, your, your ring fingers start turning green. <laughs> I remember that first time. Lord, is my finger going to fall off? Jesus, I'm contaminated. But in this season, you know, what was the question? <laughs> oh, the question is now having a glimpse of the refining process of the crucible. Can you identify some areas that may be representing a state of silver being vulnerable to the elements around you? And how is this affecting your current season? Running from the process. Mm. And so what does that look like practically? Not getting up at 5 a.m. when you know you should be praying. 
not going in at 6 p.m. when you schedule time to be with Abba, oh. not meditating on scripture, you know, <laughs> I mean, business, that, 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 that's on. what it looks like running from the process. Yeah. If you are not doing those things in your life today, the word of God in Psalms 1 says, after you get away from all the sinning folk and all them, the stuff that they be doing, the seat of the scornful, that you are to meditate on the word of God day and night. That don't mean your 15 minute devotional. That means sit thee down with yes. your Bible in a secret space that you've created with Abba and meditate, read, allow him to speak to you day and night. So that means we should be doing this at least twice a day. You brush your teeth twice a day. You eat six times a day. You might as well go on in there. And Some of us do. I tell you, my yes. house run out of food fast. So we can eat. All right. So if you're not doing those things, you're running from the process because it's only in that space that the process can be completed. It ain't in the shower. It ain't on your way to work. It ain't in rush hour traffic. Yes, those are good times, but you will never truly get the downloads, them big old revelations, until you make a committed effort to just be with him. He's all about intentionality, and he's all about your expectation for him to speak and move. And we only show that through our actions because the flesh don't like to be sat out. Come on. At all. We don't like discipline and we do not like consistency. Yes. So therefore we run from the process. I yes. guess that's it. That's good. That's all I got. Okay, so in to in reading the word too, a lot of people don't allow the Holy Spirit to revelate the word either. You just sit down mm -hmm. and you say, I read my word for it's today true. and you mm -hmm. get up and you go, yeah. but then you don't allow him to speak what it is that you needed to on, get man. from that particular yeah. reading yeah. that you were reading. So when you read your Bible, sit down. And what I do is I'll just give you guys my strategy. When I sit down to read the Bible, I say, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to read? Because mm -hmm. I could just open it to, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. but he knows exactly what I'm getting ready to face or what I'm getting ready to go through. So then he'll give be the particular scripture and sometimes it's a verse sometimes it's a chapter it may be five chapters whatever it is know that he's always intentional about what he does so then I read that chapter and then I say Holy Spirit give me wisdom knowledge and understanding of that which I have just read and show me why you needed me to read that and show me what I'm to get out of that particular scripture that I read and so then I write down whatever it is that he says I write down the scriptures I write down the date whatever the time is that I'm sitting to do it and every time I look back on those scriptures, it was something that I was getting ready to face exactly. that he was already preparing me exactly. for because he always prepares the way. But are you intentional to sit down and hear? Because a lot of people read it, but we got to do what it says as well. So when you read it, you're accountable for what it is that it is saying, particularly to you, because it's for your benefit right. and for what you are getting ready to face. Amen. So when you do that, make sure you are intentional about it. But ask him because he always knows and he never gets it wrong and he never misses. And another part to that strategy is know how he speaks to you. Too many of the people of God are running to prophetic circles or places where people are giving out words because they can't hear for themselves. You have to get in that space and say, Holy Spirit, what is my learning style? Just look back at grade school. What, how did you learn best? Were you kinesthetic? Did you need to hear? Did you need to see? Did you need to hear and see? What type of learner were you? Grasp that first. And then knowing how I learned, that's how Holy Spirit going to come to you. But we miss those steps. So we constantly say, I can't hear him. I can't hear him. You can't hear you. 
Wow. We don't communicate enough. Oh we don't communicate in our homes. We don't have good communication styles. We don't, we, we talk without listening. You ever been in an argument where you just thinking about yes, what you're about to say next? You, so you, you don't hear me. That's it. And so we go in the prayer room like, listening, yes. not listening, <laughs> yes. but just responding, just yes. spewing out because that's what we, that's what we're accustomed to. So yes. learn, learn how you learn. And that's something yeah. I did with Holy yeah. Spirit. I did the five love learn languages. How you learn. It teaches you what is my love language? Yeah. Because in knowing my love language, I'm gonna know how to respond to Holy Spirit. I'm gonna know when he's speaking. I'm gonna know what it looks like, what it feels like, what it smells like. And then when I get into that secret place, now it doesn't feel so difficult. Yeah. Now I don't feel so lost. Yeah. It's for everybody. Ain't none of us higher than the next person. We may be more spiritually mature in some areas because we've surrendered to the process, but we all can hear from Abba. Everybody. Yes. He is always everybody. talking. The word of God says he will never leave you nor forsake you. So that means that he is right there. If you've accepted salvation, he is there. Learn how you learn. Hashtag. And I was going to say, God made it so easy for us to come to him come in prayer. We don't have to slaughter bulls and doves Ooh, and things like that any longer. So we have to schedule God around our time and not vice versa. Mm -hmm. Meaning you have to be eating healthy so that you can wake up early in the morning so you can spend that quality time with the Lord. So it, you have to make an effort to do this, but he made it so easy for us to do it. Come on. Man. And I love that. That's the new covenant that we're in. You ain't got to go get, see some of us, you know, we would be at pigeons at this point. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't get a pure white goat gone and get one with some blemishes. If you can't get one with a blemish, get a dove. Okay. You can't get a dove gone, get the pigeon. We'd be at the bottom of the barrel at this point. I, I'm just speaking for myself because there'd be so much dead pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> we were not Can you imagine with. having to do that though? Could you imagine? That's a lot of work. That's hideous. A lot of work. Terrible. Thank you, Father, for the new covenant. Thank you, Thank you Lord. And what I love about the new covenant, you can't mess it up. No, you can't. You just can't mess it up. I receive salvation. You're saved. Now, listen, that don't mean you can't, you know, that don't mean that you don't have to fix some stuff. But you are secure in your soul's salvation. But get to work. Sarah says... Oh my gosh, thank you for that. I've been struggling with not being able to, I hear, but I am totally a visual learner. Darn phone, that should say struggling with not being able to hear. <laughs> we got you, Sarah. Um, listen, and now that you know that you're visual, say now you will expect him to come to you visually. Right. You'll have open visions, you'll have dreams. You'll have visions while you're driving. I mean, he will definitely come to you and you will begin to see things. So now with that understanding, expect for him to show you some stuff and then respond accordingly. Amen. That's so good. Um, we got Janice. Hi, Janice. I call Janice a little bit. She's one of my students years ago. So I taught uh, medical assistant medical billing. And so I keep up with a lot of my students from time to time because they're just they're just a part of my life. So hi, Janice. We have Maria. She says, LOL. Um, who am I missing? Love, love, lovely, lovely, lovely. I'm going to just say lovely. Hey, lovely. Thanks for joining us, girl. That name is beautiful. I'm going to have to figure out how to say it, though. Hey, to the lovely, man, man. lovely. Lovely, sir. Lovely, sir. 
Lovely Sussa. Lovely Sussa. Lovely Sussa. Lovely Sussa. And Sussa. Lovely Lovely Sussa. Lovely Sussa. Lovely Sussa. Lovely You are lovely. You are. Okay, we're at third key point. We have five total. So we're at three. Recognition of the crucible in me. It takes intense heat to purify gold and silver alike. Similarly, it often takes the heat of trials for the children of God to be purified. Through trials, God shows us that, excuse me, God shows us what is in us and clears out everything that gets in the way of complete trust in him. The trial of our faith being much more precious than gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and glory, honor and glory. First Peter one, verse seven. So when so, when difficult times come your way, realize that God wants to use them to refine our faith and purify our hearts. We must accept trials as a part of the refining process that burns away impurities and prepares us to meet Christ. Our trials, struggles, and persecutions refine and strengthen our faith, making us vessels to be used by Holy Spirit. Question. Have you truly surrendered and continue to surrender to Holy Spirit through this process? No. Wow. <laughs> no. No. I, no I, I think I'm in some areas, we, you know, and, and let's talk about these trials. Now, there's two types of trials. There's self-inflicted trials and there's trials that are just meant to be just because they are. We got to get away from these self-inflicted wounds. Yeah. We got to get away from making decisions without consulting the source. Give oh, me an example right? of what a self-inflicted wound Self-inflicted is. wound is he was cute and fine. He had a job and a good credit score, drove a nice car and owned his own house, didn't live in his mama's basement. So you began to go out with him and you didn't consult with Abba and say, is this he for me? Come on. Self-inflicted wound is... Uh, you know you wasn't supposed to apply for a certain amount of money and aid, but because you didn't feel like getting your butt up and get a real job, you stealing from the government. That's a self-inflicted wound. Uh, we have a lot of that going on. I'm just saying. Self-inflicted wounds. Come on. How many of us have them? How many of us have them? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but another self-inflicted wound is when you people please. Mm. You dumb down or you don't say that your feelings were hurt or you mm. don't uh, or you overly try to please someone and do what you, they want you to do, knowing that it goes against what you know you need to do. That's good. Or putting yourself in environments that is not healthy. That is going to bring out the old you. No, you're not strong enough to go and do that. No. Yes, he's calling you to a higher standard. Yes, he said you can't do that. No, you shouldn't be seen there. Yes, it's bad. Get out. (laughs) Get out. Did you see get out? Get out. Get out. You saw what happened to him. He fell in. <laughs> Self inflicted wounds is when God tells you don't do something or don't go somewhere or go this way or go that way and you decide That's I don't want to go I don't want to reroute myself I just want to go the way that I'm going and then something happens and you like wait God why didn't you and he like I was trying to tell you not to go that way that right. delay 
was for a reason, but you went around the delay, and I tried yeah. to delay wow, you in wow. traffic, but yeah. you didn't want to, you know, sit there, so you went around this way and this way, and then you get into this car accident, and he like, I was trying to tell you, or you sitting in traffic when he's trying to delay you somewhere, but you just want to do what you want to do. God, I don't feel like waiting. I don't sure. want to wait on the Lord. I don't want to sure. wait on you for this. I don't want to wait on you for yeah. that job, God. That's I want this job and this right. door, and I was, yeah. he was closing the door, but you pushed your way into oh. the door, and then you get inside that door, and you like, but God, this is not what you promised me. And he was like, it sure is not. <laughs> but it's what you wanted. So you yes. went in that door anyway. Oh when God is telling you, you standing somewhere, he'd be like, don't marry that person. But God already planned the wedding. It's Ooh, beautiful. I dress. spent the money. I got everything. the dress. And everything is wonderful. But he's trying to tell you, don't go that route. And then you marry that person. And, and then you got 10 years of hell. Oh, and you trying yes. to figure it out. God, but God, why didn't you? And he's like, no, why didn't you listen? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I was speaking. Come on. But you wanted to do our flesh. Yeah. And it dwells yeah. no good thing. And when no. we allow our flesh to move, our flesh this to rule good. and reign, we walk into some doors that spiritually, if we would have been walking in the spirit, we wouldn't yeah. have fulfilled that Heart. flesh. We right. have to build our spirit, man. Your spirit, man, got to be so built up because he's willing. The flesh is weak, but when you Come allow on. that flesh to speak, those emotions to talk, then you get into places that God never ordained for you. Right, but right. then at the same time, you mess up and then you like God, but God, why? Yeah. And he, that wasn't me. Yeah. Sometimes it's not even the devil. You have full knowledge of what you should have been doing, right. yeah. but you decided not to. Yeah. Right. So full then we knowledge. have to take responsibility for the things that we've gotten into ourselves. Mm -hmm. right? When I don't trust God, it's because of me. I cannot blame anybody when I know what the word of God says. Yeah. I know what it is. And it's, if he says it, that settles it. But when I decide, well, let me try this. Yeah. And then I get into some things. And then God is like, you, my hands is off because you decided you knew better than me. I think yeah. we've all used that phrase. Well, let me try yes. this. Yes. Because yes. we don't take the word of God literal. And we, we don't. We don't take it literally for what it says. It, it can be applied literally to your life daily. True. That's why it's it true. Value, it says value. that we are to renew our mind daily. daily. How are we renewing our mind if we're not in the word of God? And how are we getting direction and hearing from God if we're not praying? I mean, what are we doing? And what what's the expectation? Because they say insanity is doing the same thing you over know, and over again and expecting a different, different result. result. The only thing we're expecting is to go crazy. Jesus. They, they be expecting oh, wow. Good, but that's what you get. They might as well be what they expect. Yeah. Amen. No, they be expecting God. Carrie said, preach, Pamela. Lucretia <laughs> said, say that. Eberi said, there's grace even in, in the mess. Yes, I love that. God says, my grace and my mercy is sufficient for you. She says, just surrender and God will work the solution. Because there's no mess too much for him to oh, fix. Man. A to oh, the man. That wasn't a question mark, There is grace in the mess. <laughs> that, I was supposed to, I, okay, yes. Amen. And I love and I love that. Please know that even if you've made some wrong decisions, even if you're in the midst of a self-inflicted wound, that God's word does say that there is grace and mercy for yes. you in that yes. season. And that his power right now where you're weak is made strong. And you just have to rely on that. It, it's not that we should go and make messes of our lives because we feel like he will swoop in and fix it. Because sometimes he's going to let you ride out that thing. And I just want to encourage you, if you're riding out a self-inflicted wound consequence, 
that he's still there. Amen. He's still Amen. there. Sometimes Amen. we make choices, and yes, he is a just God. So sometimes we do have to experience the full force of that thing that yes. we decided. But believe Amen. you me, that God is going to come and turn all the bad that the enemy and even you thought and put out for yourself around for your good. I promise that you will walk away from that current trial or season that you're walking in as a result of a self-inflicted wound, knowing who God is and his His glory and his power. Come through, Jesus. Help me with my self-inflicted wound. That's how you know the depth and the breadth of his grace and yeah. mercy when you're in situations like that. Come on. Come on. So good. Fourth key point. Oh, no. Perpetuating the cycle. Perseverance when facing grief, anger, sorrow, and pain. We express our grief, but we don't give in to bitterness and despair. Courage, because with Jesus as brother and, sa and savior, we need not be afraid. He who suffered for us will not abandon us, and Jesus will not abandon us. Jesus carries us through every season. Question, how can you align yourself with an attitude and heart posture set toward responding to your current season of confidence, perseverance, and courage? It's a really good question. Can I just read it again? I was gonna say, how can I? Yeah, quickly, we got two minutes. How can you align yourself with an attitude and heart posture set toward responding to your current season of confidence, perseverance, and courage. Hmm. Well, for me, I wanted to speak to that. We express our grief, but we don't give in to bitterness and despair. So I just want to speak to that point because sometimes when we're grieving and we give in to that bitterness and despair that the enemy literally brings upon you, sometimes it makes it so much tougher to go through sorrow and grief because mm -hmm. we feel like because I suffered a loss, I have every right to go off on people. I have every right to mm -hmm. act ugly. Mm -hmm. I have every right because I'm grieving. Mm -hmm. But what the enemy does in that process is then he takes you further than you want to go and keeps you longer than you want to stay mm -hmm. because you have given into this bitterness that causes you to lash out to people. So what I will say to anybody that's dealing with sorrow and grief and you're feeling this way to say nothing, don't say anything because then you give the enemy legal right to come in and torment your mind because you've opened the door to that yeah. when you feel like I can be bitter and I can be angry and I can act this certain way yeah. because I'm going through this. Yeah. That is no place you want to be in because most of the people that I have known that I have even had to witness to pray with and things, they get so deep in that thing because when that bitterness comes, you got to tell bitterness to go. You Man. literally have to tell the enemy every day because he speaks to your mind daily. I know this because I've been there. He tried to do that with me, but I wouldn't allow him. Yeah. And so what God showed me was that you didn't allow him. So you have to speak to bitterness in those places because it causes you to act in ways that are ungodly. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to do that because the enemy, literally, he will speak to you daily. If I know somebody who's dealing with that, don't allow that bitterness to cause you to lash out, especially yeah. to people 
don't do it because the word of God just my thing for this question was if God says it that settles it that's so good. get you some scripture concerning how to combat bitterness how to combat anger and you just combat it with no God didn't cause me to be bitter he called me to be better yeah, he man. didn't call me to be angry he called me to be happy yeah. he tells us to sorrow not and I know that's hard for people to even buy into but the word is the truth he yeah. tells us not to sorrow we get sad when people die we get frustrated we get angry i was all of that but at the end of the day i chose god's way Amen. of overcoming sorrow and grief and that was to allow Amen. the holy spirit to minister to me daily right. did you hear me daily i i could never let up on the holy spirit as soon as i woke up Holy Spirit, what is it for me today? Because in my mind, I can't take this. But what do you see me doing? How do you see me behaving? How yeah. do you see me acting? Yeah, what do yeah. I need to say? Because people were just like, it's, it's a hard thing to deal with. But with God, all things are possible. Amen. Only yeah. with God. Amen. So we just encourage you all, seek out your crucible. Make some time to get with Abba. As we close, we just thank everybody for joining us. Yeah. This definitely was a great conversation. And I'm definitely going to listen to Holy Spirit to see what he says because there there's more to this thanks for joining us laura we love you kiara carmen thanks for joining we love you all for our private community members we are so excited as soon as we get off we are going into our first zoom meeting with you we're going to be able to talk to you face to face and one-on-one -on -one. we're super excited yes. if you haven't joined the private community Thank you for joining us once again for another episode of Unapologetically Unashamed Presents Relational Breakdowns, Identification of the Crucible. <clears throat> what an amazing show it was. We're just so grateful to God for allowing us the platform and the opportunity. We thank you all, our listeners and viewers on the Facebook Live, as well as here on the podcast, for joining us each week and interacting in the conversation. We want to shout out the private community, the tribe. You guys, uh, because of your blessings, have supported the month of November shows to be aired and powered by Truth FM Studios. And we're just excited for God blessing the ministry to continue to go forth. We look forward to meeting with you guys next Sunday as we proceed on in our next episode, episode five, uh, Lies of the Enemy. Until then, bye now.